Hey guys, before we dive deep in today's episode, I want to let you know that we are streaming all of these episodes live every single week in our Facebook group. We're giving away all of our best tips and tricks and answering all of your questions live in the group. So if you haven't already had a chance to check us out, I suggest you do so. I'll drop the link in the description of this episode for you. Click on that guy when you're ready to join the fun. See you guys on the other side. Why is it that some chiropractors go on to help tens of thousands of patients and become wildly profitable while others struggle to stay busy on a day-to-day basis? We've dedicated this entire show to interviewing some of the top chiropractic minds on the planet and examining the exact strategies that they have used to scale their businesses to the next level. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode of Chiropractic Marketing Secrets. Going to be trying to give as much actionable stuff away in a super short period of time here. So don't feel like you have to take notes on anything because I'm going to be giving you guys all of these slides afterwards. So don't feel like, again, like you have to try and take notes, but comment where you're watching from. I'm super interested to know where you guys are watching from. This is going to be a real in-depth live, and I'm super curious where everybody's joining us from. So I'm hoping that this is going to be, um, again, kind of relevant to everything that we've seen going on lately. Um, but then also, like I said, going to give you guys some actionable stuff that you guys can do to kind of combat, um, all the kind of craziness in the world, so to speak of everything that's going on right now. So I'm actually going to just kind of tag out a couple of people here before we get started. Um, and then we're going to go ahead and dive right in. Um, this is going to be, like I said, don't, don't bother. If you're already in here, don't bother taking any, this is going to be 25 slides tonight. So it's a little bit long. Um, obviously don't expect you guys to stay the whole time, whatever you got to do, but this is going to be, if you guys want a copy of these slides afterwards, I'm going to be, um, giving you guys a link to these slides afterwards. Um, I basically, what I did is I went around and I grabbed a lot of different information from a lot of real heavy hitters in the industry, heavy hitters in the market. Um, and I'm just kind of compiling them all together um, in this kind of slideshow, if you will, in this presentation. So I have to say, um, first and foremost, guys, that I was not at all, not at all prepared for this kind of like turn in the market. Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely saw this turn in the market coming. Um, I truthfully believe that the market was over leveraged in every industry and over leveraged really only yields some sort of correction. Um, at some point in time. So I was to say that I wasn't I, assuming this was going to happen at some point was would not be true. But did I expect it to come this early? Absolutely not. I did not expect it to come this early. So again, I'm hoping that we can kind of all work together. Remember that we're all part of this team. Remember that we have a choice to make as entrepreneurs, as business owners, and the choice is to either become a victim of the environment or to become the victor and to come out a lot stronger than ever. So I'm hoping that this is going to be, um, again, something that we can all utilize together to position ourselves as the authorities in our business and also start to take preemptive measures to some of this recession that we're going to be seeing um, coming up here in the next, you know, anywhere between three, six, 18, could be as long as 36 months, according to some of the experts. So let's buckle in, let's prepare ourselves and let's get right to it. So I appreciate you guys all for being here right away. We got, we got Alan in here. We got Ellis, Ellis, I hope I'm saying your name right. Paula, hope you're well. Amyas, I think it's Amyas. And then uh, Mr. Robert. So it's good to see you guys. So let's go right in here. So first section is recession proofing. Now, again, this is some of the stuff that I've just compiled from a lot of different eight and nine figure business owners, a lot of big earners in this space. So let's dive right in and see what some of the thoughts are here. 
So first and foremost is the topic of sanity over vanity, right? And so what's going to happen over this next period of months, people are going to be making a shift in mentality and how they make their buying decisions. So society will be different and people will spend money on vastly different things. Okay. I cannot stress that enough. So one of the benefits, especially us being in the chiropractic space, is that people are going to spend more money or more time, I should say, evaluating their decision making. So you guys being in the pain reduction space actually run a very, a very um, sustainable business in the actual recession. And so if you took a look at history and chiropractic, chiropractic historically does generally pretty well in the recession, in the downturns of the economy, because you are providing something that one, gets a very good amount of return, and two, it provides a very good bang for their buck. So that's what people are waiting right now. They're waiting investment versus return. So again, so if we people are going to start prioritizing sanity over vanity. So sanity is the stuff that you need to survive, the stuff that keeps you sane, the, the stuff that removes your pain, the stuff that makes your life easier versus the vanity going out to eat, buying luxury watches, buying nice cars. Okay, So people will start to shift to the sanity over vanity mindset once again. We've been a little bit in the heavy vanity space with the market being really, really good for the past seven to 10 years, but that is going to, to change. Now, a quick takeaway on this. Historically, this is true, do any research, historically, people spend approximately the same amount of money during a recession or a recessed economy. They just spend it in far fewer places. They spend more time evaluating where they're going to put their money, and then they decide to invest in those areas based on a lot of decision making. Okay, So it's not like people are just going to stop spending, which is good for our case, again, because as chiropractors, as practitioners who relieve pain, who get people in check, who make their lives easier, we are actually in a good space. Now, that translates well into this next thought right here, okay? So, painkillers, not vitamins, okay? So, inside of marketing, inside of marketing as a whole, for years I've spoken about marketing painkillers instead of vitamins, okay? This is going to be more important now than it's ever been, okay? Marketing painkillers instead of vitamins, okay? So right now, people are going to keep buying the painkillers, not the vitamins, okay? And so we talk about this whole section of marketing away from pain and not towards gain. It's a lot easier to market towards pain and taking away pain than it is to have to actually try and convince someone that they're going to be able to get this future or first unforeseeable gain, right? And so we have to market ourselves as painkillers, moving people away from pain, not moving them away, not moving them towards a gain, okay? Because think about it. It's a lot easier for me to understand a pain that I'm having right now and understand how you're going to take that pain away versus you painting this fictitious whether it's fictitious or not, this unforeseen gain that I have no idea exists and then trying to market towards that gain. So focus all your efforts on marketing away from pain, not towards gain. So I hope that makes sense. That's a really big thing. This is going to be so pivotal in the upcoming months, just marketing away from pain, not towards gain. Remember, painkillers, not vitamins, guys. Painkillers, not vitamins, okay? So Let's go right into the four pillars of recession proofing. Okay, we got a couple more people here. Michael, what's going on, my brother? Bro Michael, I saw you did an awesome live stream the other day, actually. Good work on your end. And then we got DC Alexander Sosa. What's good, my man? Good to see you guys in here. So, the four pillars of recession proofing. What's going on here? Cash and finances, above all, cash and finances. So, cash and finances, the ability to know your finances 
how to how to use your money, how to obtain money, financing, and then ensuring that every dollar is maximized, allowing for the highest profitability that your clinic or office has ever experienced. Okay, so cash and finances are super pivotal. So what questions can you be asking yourself during this time? So I would say this, number one, what cases and niches are most profitable to your organization, to your office? What cases and niches? Think about your history. What have you seen the most success in? What's the least time consuming? And what gets you the most amount of results, therefore yielding the most profit? Remember, profit is based on how long it takes to fulfill too. So if you have a case that takes a long time to fulfill, it might not be as profitable as other cases. And we're gonna see how this goes into effect in the upcoming slides, okay? So secondly, what offerings are the most and least profitable? Okay, so for those of you that have more than one service offering, for those of you that are offering some sort of in-house massage, in-house, uh, you know, electric stem, electric stem, whatever you have, and you have also, uh, I think, I think actually Robert in here, he does the hydro massage, right? So think about all your other offerings that you have going on, and ask yourself what's the most profitable. What does it cost you to run those offerings? How much money are you making on those? How much does it cost? To, how much time does it take to fulfill those offerings? all that kind of stuff, right? So what offerings are the most and least profitable? Now we have time to evaluate our finances and figure out, okay, for everybody that comes in, this offering that we're servicing them is very profitable because it takes very little time to fulfill. It has very little maintenance cost. It's easy to do, easy for the patient, and it's very profitable, okay? So think about the things that are very profitable in your, in your space right now, okay? So what services can I add to to increase patient lifetime value. I know that's a little cut off here, but it says increase patient LTV, okay? So right now is gonna be almost more so focused on the at least, the at least next month while nobody's moving around, you're gonna have to try and figure out how to, instead of acquiring new, try and figure out how you can make more off current. What services can you add in to increase the dollar per patient, okay? So again, increasing that LTV. What services can you add in to increase LTV? We got Stefan in here and we got Robert. What's going on, guys? Good to see you. I appreciate you guys being here. We're talking the four pillars of recession proofing right now. So number three is, again, what services can I add in to increase patient LTV? Um, so that's all for cash and finances. Hopefully that all makes sense. Again, if you guys have any questions, we're, we're covering a lot of ground here tonight. So just drop your questions as we go and I'll make sure to answer them live or hit you up in the DM afterwards. But we have covering a lot of ground and I want to make sure that we just continue to move this forward. So number two of the four pillars of, uh, um, what's it called? Four pillars of recession proofing is strategic planning. Okay. So a strategic plan. So ensuring that you have a strategic plan. So knowing exactly what you need to do and how you need to do it over between now and the next three months, the next 90 days is going to be critical to your success, including your ability to quickly pivot based on results that you're seeing. So a couple things to ask yourself again, okay? So how can you remotely add value to your current patients, okay? So what can you do, whether it is remotely, whether it is in office? I know based on the people that I've talked with, we're seeing at least about 50% decrease in shows or cancellations for lack of a better term. So how can we remotely add value to your current patients, even if it's not actually producing a dollar amount right now, knowing that they're going to build that trust with you even deeper and that when things start to turn for the better, they're going to conti continue to see you and see you as an authority in this space. Okay. So how can you remotely add value to your current patients or back to the other thing? What else can you add in to increase lifetime value, increase dollar per patient on that front? Okay. So number two, who can you partner with 
and I wish this wasn't cut off here, but I'm gonna read it out loud. So who can you partner with in the next 90 days to help bring in new patients such as the Dream 100? Again, locally, I've talked about this. If you listen to me on this before, you know that I talk about the Dream 100. You've got time nowadays to deploy the Dream 100 strategy to figure out who those local people that you can partner with so that when this all comes to fruition, when everything comes back to normal, you have other people, other people who, whether they're gym owners or they're other business owners, sending you patients without having to do anything because you have that relationship, okay? Focus heavily on the Dream 100 over the next 30 days because everybody is sitting at home. There's no better time to start building those relationships with people and to start building out your Dream 100 list of people that can serve you patients on autopilot. Literally, if you make a relationship with a gym owner, somebody gets hurt, they send them to you because they're when somebody gets hurt in their facility, they are no longer making money on that person because they are hurt and not going to the gym. So they send them to you, get them back on their feet. Now they're back in the gym. It's a win-win. Okay. We talked indefinitely about that. I'm gonna do a whole dream 100. Tell me, I'm gonna do a whole dream 100 on uh do a whole dream 100 uh, slideshow at some point, but just focus on the dream 100. We have time to do the dream 100 right now. So again, who else can you partner with that will help increase that will help increase dollars per patient again this is building relationships with the additional services you can offer in house or in in partnership with right so this is this is probably the, the stuff that the massage therapist the acupuncturist the physical therapist the other doctors right so potentially people maybe not the other doctors but the, potentially the people that you can also bring in house right so think of massage therapists think of something like a hydro massage think about stuff that you can do like that that's going to be able to bring you more money per patient and also help somebody else's business in the meanwhile and that's also part of the dream 100 because if you bring in a massage therapist they're going to be referring their patients to you right you train them to look for chiropractic and then you introduce they introduce them to you right so this is the dream 100 okay so this is the time to strategic plan you have more time than ever do to do strategic planning and i highly recommend that you lay out a game plan for the next 90 days because you're going to have one you have a lot of time right now and two in the next 90 days we are going to see an economic turn if we haven't already and it's now more important than ever that you have the strategic plan in place to execute on so that you're not left in the dark when that time comes in 90 days okay so this is big so strategic planning the second of the four pillars of recession proofing growth systems okay Every successful business has systems that can be used for being able to grow from marketing to client delivery to ensuring that you're putting both feet best, both, be, both best feet forward to create your success. OK, so hint in here to, to determine a whole growth system. This may require learning some new skills and presenting some new offers to your community. OK, so think about new ways to add value to your current and, and future patients. OK, is that nutrition? Is that at home stress management? Is that for some of you doing home visits for allowing people that will allow you to come into their home and take care of them? And this is going to allow also be really tr um, basically uh, transmitted on your relevant marketing. Okay. So relevant marketing is essential. Okay. So if you are doing some sort of marketing, you're creating content, make sure that you address the situation at hand, okay? We don't wanna be a vulture in the situation. We wanna be relevant, we wanna address the situation, and then we also wanna be able to provide solutions to ongoing problems that people might be having because of the circumstances. So focus on how you can make your marketing more relevant, 
And then also take your time. I know I had a conversation with a friend of mine uh, recently about revamping intake forms, you know? So really laying out the intake form when somebody comes into your office and laying out that intake form to be even more emotionally driven than you might already have it. So think about questions like, how long have you been experiencing this pain? But then not stopping there. Also adding in, how long would it take you to fix this problem yourself? Would you be able to fix this problem yourself? How long have you been putting up with this problem in the past? What have you do to try and resolve this problem in the past? How long have you been trying to resolve this problem? Boom. So now you're diving deep into the pain for the intake form. That's a whole other conversation, but you have time to work on these projects that you have kind of put off to the side, like, like I have but my own projects. We have time to work on those projects that are going to propel us forward. So really try and figure out what your big domino is and then work on that, guys. Work on your big domino. Again, it might require learning some new skills and new ways to add value to the current or future patients, but it's a good time to focus on those growth systems, okay? Leader mindset. This is kind of just a more mindset one, but okay, so let's dive in. At the moment, many people feel like the world is falling apart, okay? So for you and me, it's important that we understand our mindset and that we understand that we can and can what we can and cannot do to change in life and be able to and be aware of how important it is for us to lead, okay? So it's important to understand that you have to be a leader. Everybody reading and listening and viewing this right now needs to be the voice of reason for the patients, their family, and their damn selves, man, and your damn self. Like you have to be the voice of reason. If you're not the voice of reason and you're living in stress, then everyone around you is also gonna be living in that stress, okay? So again, I'm gonna say it again, everyone reading and listening to this needs to be the voice of reason for their patients, their friends and family, and for your damn self, man. I'm telling you guys that like you have to be the voice of reason for yourself, okay? Period. If you're uncertain, you lose trust, you lose confidence, you lose credibility, it all goes down the water. So. I'm going to get into a little bit more about what you can kind of start sharing with friends and family. But remember, you have to be the voice of reason. You have to become a leader. People who choose to lead in these times will always come out more, a lot more prevalent than the people that don't choose to lead. Again, you have a choice to make right now. I suggest you make the right choice to become the victor instead of the victim, my friends. So how this may or will impact you guys, let's, let's be transparent. It's going to affect us all. So let's be, let's be prepared for it to be affecting us and, and prepared for how it's going to impact the future of our offices. Okay. So simply put, it's unlikely that this is not going to affect you in some way. It is likely that our, it is, oops, sorry guys. It likely already has, and will continue to do so, which is why it's important to do something about it right now. Okay. So Paula says she missed the dream 100. Tell me tomorrow. Uh, I will tell you tomorrow. I think I'm probably already doing this. I think you probably are too, based on what we talked about. So let's talk about the intake form tomorrow. We can definitely do the intake form tomorrow, Paula. Sounds good to me. So let's dive in again. So it's unlikely that you're not going to be affected in some way. It's likely you're already being affected and you will continue to be affected. So it's important to do something about it. Okay. So number one, this is fact. This is true in every industry, but it's fact here. Okay. Patients are going to evaluate your importance. You need to be prepared for someone to cancel, not renew for those of you that are running monthly based offerings where you have a package and say X amount of dollars a month and you get so many visits, you have to be prepared for those people not to renew next month, okay? And you need to be prepared and be willing to provide the same service level for the same price or provide more for the same price, okay? This is big right here. I'm gonna, I wish I could highlight this, but I can't. I, I wish I could highlight it. So again, right here, you're no longer competing with someone in industry. You're competing against what somebody needs their expenses to be. This is what I talked about before. People 
people are evaluating where they're putting their dollars, okay? So you're no longer competing against the office next door. You're competing against the reality that somebody else has a more needed and a, san a sanity-based expense in their life that they have to actually push you away and, and literally renew or, or not renew or cancel their upcoming services for the next month, for the next couple of weeks, right? So again, you're not competing against somebody in the industry. You're competing against what somebody needs their expenses to be to live, right? That's what we're talking about here. So again, the mindset shifts no longer vanity it becomes sanity over vanity we talked about that earlier okay so again competing against what somebody needs their expenses to be not another office okay we got jennifer in here and we got laura good to see you guys we're talking about how this will impact you again it most likely already has so we need to be a little prepared for it so first and foremost patients are going to evaluate your importance and you need to understand that you're no longer competing with somebody in the industry you are competing against what somebody needs their expenses to be to live People are going to evaluate where they're going to put their money. They're not going to spend less money. They're just going to decide where they're going to put their money, and they're going to do a lot more um, research and development before they actually decide where to put their money. So, again, you're competing against a different avenue of somebody's expenses, okay? Number two, your potential patients are more likely going to spend a lot of time in research mode. If you use content marketing, if you don't use content marketing, we need to chat. You need to message me right now. So start using content marketing, especially right now, guys, okay? Because this is good because number one content marketing is good because it's the attention will cost less okay because every other office is going to stop marketing they're going to stop putting out stuff they're going to they're going to slow down because they believe everything else is slowing down but if you're in my group you're not going to do that you're going to put out even more stuff okay and you're going to put out more relevant information to your patients and your your current patients and your future patients okay because the attention will cost less but you need to speak to them in, a, in the right way and what do i mean by the right way remember painkillers over vitamins if you're speaking to your future patients in an educational standpoint and you're giving them all this information i advise you to look the other direction and start focusing on benefits and focusing on ways to reduce their pain and remove their pain again painkillers over vitamins we want to market people away from pain instead of towards gain i hope that makes sense that's a really big one we talked about that earlier so painkillers over vitamins guys and remember you have to people are going to evaluate your importance so you need to show up a lot you need to show your value you need to be willing to be transparent you need to provide more for the same price you need to understand that you're no longer competing against what somebody is somebody in industry you're competing against what somebody needs their expenses to be to live right now that's how people are going to start evaluating their life okay guys so hopefully that makes sense um, taking care of yourself and those around you, super important. Don't overlook this one, okay? I, I like to touch on this one. So just because times are changing doesn't mean you can abuse your body and get away with it. Boom, this is fact, okay? I know what people are thinking. They're like, oh man, times are changing. I gotta work more than ever. If you guys are, if you guys are like me, you're like, I gotta triple down on everything. I gotta figure my whole life out right now, okay? But let's take a step back. Just because times are changing doesn't mean you can get, you can abuse your body and get away with it, okay? Continue your own practice and ritual that you develop for yourself, okay? For me, I like to do meditation in the morning, 30 minutes of exercise a day. I like to do at least a half hour of reading a day and at least 30 minutes to myself in, in silence, relaxing, all that kind of stuff. But that's what works for me. So work on your own ritual. Continue doing what you're doing to remain, to remain stress-free and all that kind of fun stuff, okay? So you have to continue to doing what works for you guys, okay? 
if you pour from an empty cup, you are you aren't just not effective. You will hurt your health and your ability to keep your positivity and opportunity mindset will be difficult. Okay. So we have to focus on taking care of ourselves during these times, guys. I'm telling you. So don't forget to balance your emotions and your patients will thank you because of that. And you will, they will see a lot more trust in you. They will see a lot more confidence. And therefore, you again, people are looking for sanity and security right now, my friends. We have to have we have to have sanity for ourselves and security for ourselves if we want that to triple down that or triple ripple down for like a better term to all of our patients, all our friends, and all our family. Okay. So, friends and family, quick do. So do share your financials with your significant other, no matter how bad it is. Transparency is key, guys. So develop a plan with your family based on best case scenario and likely scenario to help you to help them create a level of certainty of what can happen next. Okay. Spend more time watching things that are up, uplifting, playing games, or genuinely laughing. Okay. It is truly the best medicine right now. Be as proactive about your finances as possible and don't put your head in the sand for this one. Okay. Send texts and audio messages to your friends to check in and see if they're good and do anything that you can to help your friends and family. Those are the do's right now, guys. Those are the do's, okay? The don'ts, okay? Let's look at the don'ts. Don't share news or talk about how crazy things are. There's already enough of that going on, guys. We need to be focused and we need to be confident about our situation, okay? So it's okay. It's, excuse me. It's okay to share if you're going through something, but don't share the don't share all the different news and only be talking about how crazy the world is or being, being all political and all that kind of stuff. We don't need that right now. We need a positive mentality, the opportunistic mindset. Okay. So don't, which is, should be a do, do limit the amount that you talk about things from a place of what could go wrong. So do limit that. Um, so basically don't do that. So don't talk about things from a place of what could go wrong. Don't spend countless hours gossiping and talking about things you're not sure about. Don't offload your emotional state on your family or your patients as they are experiencing enough as it is. Uh, don't don't lie or minimize the truth. Rather, give context, give the facts, and attempt to uh, excuse me, attempt to not give your own bias of what's happening. And don't feed the fear um, and the feeling of fear that fear gives us, which is that dopamine release, guys. So don't. There's some things you shouldn't do. Just focus on the positive. Focus on what you can control. Don't just focus on opinion, focus on facts, focus on moving the needle, focus on moving everyone around you forward because that's what's going to matter at the end of the day. Okay. Taking care of your patients. The biggest thing you can do right now, the biggest thing that your patients need right now is a level of certainty and security, my friends, level of certainty and security. So this is a couple of seven things I think your patients need from you as a leader right now. Okay. Your patients need more attention and intimacy right now than ever. Okay. You need to be a leader and allow them to follow you. So what does it mean by more attention and intimacy first and foremost? Okay. So you need to over communicate things. You need to be getting to know them more personally. If you're sending one email a week, I suggest you send four emails a week. If you're sending, making one post a day, I suggest you send, you're making two posts a day or three posts a day. Just triple down on everything, show up and build those intimate relationships even deeper than they already are in your office. Okay. Two, you need to be a leader and allow them to follow you. People will not follow you if they don't know where you're going, okay? So you need to be a leader and people need to, you need to allow people to follow you, okay? Three, this is big. You need to have quicker response times. And if you have staff, they need to be quicker too, okay? That's a fact. People, again, are evaluating where they're putting their money. Your whole business my mindset needs to shift from it being so certain to now more so people are evaluating 
they, they, your worth or the value they see in you, right? So you need to have quicker response times. And if you have staff, they need to be quicker too. Remember that everybody is evaluating where they want to put their money. They're not spending money in less places. They're evaluating all the avenues they can spend money and then making decisions around all the research they do on those places to spend money. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So four, you need to have give the options to extend payments or provide flexible payment terms for new patients. Again, people are going through uncertainty in their own life. So if they see you as a value add and they might be skeptical from a financial side of things, we need to still make it feasible for them. So we need to also give them options to extend the payments or provide more flexible payment terms. We are all still going to get our chunk at the end of the day, but we're just making it easier for our, our patients at the given moment. Okay. So number five, you need to over deliver whatever you're doing now. You need to add more of it. So if you're not doing in-house nutrition, you can start focusing on nutrition plans. If you're not offering, um, you know, certain things outside the office, such as like weekly newsletter or things that they can do to stay stress-free when they're working from their home home office, you need to start developing those kind of those kind of products and those kind of offerings and just delivering it to them without any expectation on the back end. Okay, anything you can do to over over deliver. I I know every office is different in terms of what they're all providing. So just figure out what you can do to over deliver. Again, that can even be through social media, through email, through text, through voice messages, through phone calls. Just find a way to over deliver because that is how your value is going to shine through this dark tunnel and be seen at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Number six, you need to be able to generate more from each patient. This is fact. You need to be able to generate more dollars per patient assuming that we are not going to be actually acquiring a ton of people over the next 14 to 30 days. So we need to be able to figure out what we can do right away to save our cash flow. And the only way to do that is to start making more money off all of our current patients. So what can we do to generate more cash from each patient? Okay. And that can be a mix of things. I know we talked about some of them, but it can be a mix of whether it's be partnering with people and offering different services in office or figuring out ways to add value away from the just the, just the adjustment and more so from the nutritional side of things or from the health and wellness side of things. I know I know my good friend Paula in here, she's developing some products that are all like basically for like skincare and just like health related. Okay. So just figure out what you can do to start working on these projects and whether or not you get them completed in the next 30 days is irre irrelevant. It's just a matter of being able to come out more prosperous in the future guys. Okay. And number seven, you need to be able to create a stronger, I know I'm blocking it off, but it says more intimate community, create a stronger, more intimate community. So figure out what you can do to get closer to the people that are already in your space, your current patient, your current friends, the patients, the patients, friends, figure out a way to create that community and make it stronger and more intimate than ever. Okay. The intimacy is going to go a long way. The people that people, the people that people feel a connection to are the ones that are going to continue to purchase from. Again, everyone knows that you buy from people who you trust from, right? So those are the seven things that you that I really think you need to do to serve your patients at a high level, okay? Taking care of your audience. The best thing you can do right now for your audience, whether that's in social media, whether you have whether you have emails, whether you have a Facebook group, you know, whether you have a text group, whether you have an email chain, whether you have other groups that you're part of on Facebook, the best thing you can do is show up, okay? Talk about what's going on personally and with your patients. Quiz your patients on what they're struggling with, then talk about that and offer them solutions to that. So if you find people saying that they're stressed out at home, figure out ways to create and create and market yourself in a way that relieves stress for people that are current at home, therefore building trust with you. Okay. So number three is give the positive and opportunistic outlook they need and basically help them towards the future guys. Okay.
Um, I believe, this is my personal opinion, I believe we are in a time where people will listen to advice and mentorship even more due to the fact that when we are in times that are unexpected, people want to listen to those that with certainty and leadership behind them. It is your mission to give clarity, to give certainty, and to become a leader for not only your patients, but also your staff, for your friends, for your family. It's up to you to become that leader, guys, and it's now or never to make that decision. Section two, we've made it through the recession side of things, okay, guys? So now we are going to talk about positioning ourselves, okay? How are we going to position ourselves? Avatar, be intentional, okay? We're going to be very intentional on this, guys. We're going to be super intentional about who we want to work with, and we're going to see why right now. So before we go in, I'm going to assume that you know who you're working with. However, it's time to take another look at who you're working with, LOL, okay? So Right now might be the time to focus even more for you for you to get rid of some of your audience that you thought you served. OK, so the truth is when external elements occur like this that we're going through right now in the world, we can no longer serve everybody. OK, because everybody is reevaluating their whole life. Everybody's uncertain about what they're doing. Everybody's reevaluating their dollars and their monthly spending. And so for right now, you need to really ask yourself and really focus on who you want to serve for the future. Okay. And this is a great time for you to really, really hone in on who that person is. Look at your books from your past couple of years. Look at the cases that you worked with. Look at the people you've worked with. Who do you like working with? Why do you like working with them? What to you about working with them makes it fulfilling? And are those people very profitable for your clinic? Okay, we're going to want to focus on becoming more profitable than ever right now. Since we might be doing less volume, we need to focus on increasing profit per patient. Okay, so again, further, we can only serve those people we can actually help that we can solve a true pain for. And this is the kicker and those that have the money to be able to pay us. Right. And so you might love serving a certain group of your community, but not often. But they also that same group of people that struggle to come up with the monthly payments or miss their appointments because they're worried about the expense that's associated with it. Right. So figure out who you like working with, why you like working with them and do those people you like working with have the cash flow to consistently pay you then only work with those group of people. If it's, if it's a couple group of people, that's fine. But figure out who those ideal people are and only try and market towards those people. It's gonna make your marketing a lot more targeted, a lot more simple, okay? So the key takeaway here is, who are these people? Why do you like working with them? And who do you dislike working with? I wish this would stop popping up here at the bottom, but maybe you guys can't see it anyway. But so who are they? Why do you like working with them? And who do you dislike working with? Okay, who's the most rewarding? Who gets the best results? Who do you get the best results for? Figure out who those people are. Who, what patients are they? What problems do they come in with? You know, what are they experiencing? What pains are they experiencing? What do they have they gone through in their life? Are they athletes? Are they post-accident? Are they prenatal? Are they, are they mothers? Are Whatever they are, you know, like whoever they are, figure who they are are they profitable okay ask yourself all those questions deep dive back into your books deep dive back into your previous months really get a feel for who your patients are and start rating each individual case on an a b or c basis a being they were amazing i loved working with them they were they got a great results uh, i was really fulfilled working with them and i was able to make the amount of money that i wanted to make aka they were a profitable case for my clinic and then all the way down to c decent results at best, didn't really enjoy working with them, 
didn't really get the fulfillment working with them. And maybe they were even skeptical on showing up to their appointments and ultimately paying you. Right. So again, focus on narrowing, narrowing your current audience and figuring out who's been the best results and who's been the best to work with in your office guys. Positioning. This is probably the most important part of this whole slideshow. Sorry to get a little drink there. Um, so positioning, the greatest thing about positioning that you have in your marketplace is that it can change at a moment's notice and it's easy to do. So it's easy to change your positioning, guys. It's really, really easy to change your positioning. So what is positioning? First and foremost, number one, positioning is the ability to change the way someone might view you when they come across and it's crucially important right now. So positioning is the ability way that someone views you when they have no idea who they are and it's crucially important to you right now that you figure out how people are viewing you, okay? So, number 2, those that are going to buy from you must see you must must see that you are a certain way on who you help. Okay? So, how you help them and that you have a track record of success or at least a brand story to back up why you can help them, okay? So, again, how are you positioning yourself, guys? Are you positioning yourself as the same as every other office, offering the free consultation, the free discovery visit, all that kind of fun stuff? Or are you super spe super specific on who you want to work with? You're calling out the, pe the pains that these people are already going through. You're, you're marketing yourself differently, meaning that you're positioning yourself differently with the irresistible offer or the splinter stack in place of a free consultation. Again, remembering real quick here that the irresistible offer and the splinter stack is all about taking your free consultation or your very first visit that somebody goes through and breaking down that visit into actionable different things that you can market, right? So a lot of times it's, um, you know, some sort of a deep dive exam and then x-rays and then nerve decompression, a doctor's report of findings, maybe a, a, a VIP massage, 20 minute massage or something like that. So you're breaking down the patient's first visit into actionable items, right? That's the irresistible offer. And I'm not going to go too deep in the irresistible offer again, because we have a lot of ground to cover. But again, it's figuring out how you can package your service offerings and position them in a different way that allows you to stand out from every other office in your area okay so again those that are going to buy from you have to be able to understand what you're offering them and they have to see you as somebody that can help them get to where they want to go okay that's first and foremost so using the irresistible offer to kind of position yourself differently and to market yourself differently again by breaking out those different processes that you take people through in your marketing is going to be critical in times like this because people are not going to follow you and actually trust you if they don't know what you're offering. If you market a free consultation and another office markets a free consultation, then you are baked in the commodity zone where they, you are only going to be shopped on price and location. Okay. If there's three offices in your city within a five square mile radius and they're all offering free consultations and I, and I go, someone goes on there and looks around and they find all three of you and they see free consultation, free consultation, free consultation, what are they going to do next? They're going to call around and figure out who is probably the cheapest initial first visit, and then they're probably going to go there. So if, unless you want to be shopped on price and location only, you have to package your service offerings in a way that makes more sense for the consumer that you're trying to serve. So figuring out who that avatar is and then crafting a package that's only tailored to them will help you stand out amongst everybody in the marketplace. Okay, So that's number three. 
Let me know if you guys have questions on that. Drop the questions. I'll answer them live. Um, so number four, does it take less than seven seconds for someone who doesn't know you to say, oh, I think that they can help me? That's the, you want to be someone that I, you know, there's a couple people in this group that I've, um, I've helped craft I help statements for, okay? So we're looking to craft an I help statement. So basically somebody can go on your profile, land on your website, go on your email and know within seven seconds if you are going to be a good fit to help them with their current problems or not, okay? And the more clear you can make yourself, the more clear and the more different you can stand out amongst everybody else is the more likely that you're gonna have more people raising their hand and saying, wow, I think that they can help me. And that is gonna yield a lot more patient conversations and it's gonna help you stand out amongst everyone in the marketplace. Number five is what can you do to become even more hyper-focused on the audience you want to serve and has the money to pay you, okay? So what you can you do to nail your audience from everybody to I work with this type of person and this is why I work with this type of person. So take the time, take some of this downtime that we have to become hyper-focused. Take, take a look at your past patients, your past books and figure out which cases were the most profitable, the most fulfilling and the most successful in terms of results from the patient's end and then start finding ways to serve those people and those people only. Again, if we're from everybody, we're for nobody. We don't wanna be in the gray area, we want to be very specific about who we're trying to work with. Again, just because of the the abundance mindset, and there's so many, there's so much opportunity out there, guys. That it's okay to narrow down. Like you're not going to limit yourself. Okay, you're actually going to actually create more opportunity for yourself because you're going to be a lot more crystal clear on who you want to serve. Um, and it's, it's going to be easy to kind of just segment people, if that makes sense. So communication. This is really important right now. Over communication. This is simple. This actually, I think this might be my, my, my last slide. So if you guys have any questions on any of this, I know we covered a lot. I'm going to be sending you guys all direct messages to everybody that joined this session, giving you guys all these slides, uh, you know, no obligation. I want you guys to have these. I want you to reference these. I want you guys to use these over the next three months. Okay. So communication, this is simple. You need more communication right now. You need more communication. You need more live streams, more webinars, more posts in your Facebook group or community, more posts on your Instagram. If you're sending out one email per week, try two emails per day. Try one email per day. You need to over communicate in a situation like this because it's going to show that you have a lot of confidence and that your business is doing well. If all of a sudden your patients don't hear from you, they don't see you, your future patients don't see you, they don't hear from you, they think that things aren't going well. That's exactly what happens. Most businesses, when the recession hits and it hits hard, they shut everything down because they they feel that it, they're, it's, they're too afraid to market themselves. They're too afraid to show up. And I'm not even saying spend money on marketing. I'm saying people just don't show up. They stop sending emails. They stop doing what live streams. They stop doing webinars. They stop posting because they feel like, oh, I'm not making any money. No one's doing anything. I'm just going to shut everything down because that's what that's what I think is reasonable. And they become the victim of the situation. No, you need to over communicate because it's going to build trust. OK, you need more communication, more live streams, more webinars, more posts in your group, more posts on Instagram, more posts on Twitter, more more text messages, to your community, more voice messages, more videos. You need to get in front of your audience and your leads more and more, more, more now than ever. Okay. This will build a relationship that will be remembered for their lifetime guys. Okay. So we have to be able to build the relationship. We have to show up again. You're emailing once per week, try two per day, posting three times per week, try seven times per week or once per day. Okay. Your number one job right now, guys, is to give certainty and security. That's it. Certainty and security. 
That's all you're trying to do. You're trying to show up. There's no, there's no way that you're going to go and just, you're going to send send somebody something who's not comfortable going outside and you're going to send them something magic and you're going to get them to come into your office. Okay. The pain right now is this virus. That's the pain right now. And people are reacting to the pain through fear and uncertainty. Your job is to give them certainty and security. Okay. You're not going to force them to come into your office. I wish there was a method for me to say, if you send this exact message to your patients, they're going to forget everything that's going on in the coronavirus and they're going to flock into your office. I wish I had something to tell you guys that the best we can do is build our community, build our trust, show up more and give people better options in the office to get more dollars per patient, to increase our profitability, to increase dollars per patient, and to ultimately get the most out of a, a, a time where a lot is not coming in, guys. We have to just be able to adapt. We have to show up. We have to continue to work on profitability per patient. We have to continue to hone in our message, continue to figure out who we want to serve. We have to continue to look at our books to make sure that we are becoming profitable, to make sure that the actions that we're taking strategically are profitable in the future. And we just have to, above all, give certainty, security, and be the voice of reason for ourselves, our family, our patients, and above all, man, your damn self. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys got some value out of this. Let me know if you have questions. I'm going to be revealing a lot more coming this week. We're actually working on some stuff to help you guys even further. So hope this is valuable. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you tuned into this, I will be sending you guys a copy of these slides. Um, and above all, stay stay healthy, stay happy. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys for being here. And uh, yeah, if you guys have any, any questions, comment them on this post. I'll make sure I answer them at a later time. Shoot me a direct message. Or if you want to email me, chiropracticmarketingsecrets at gmail.com. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. And we will see you guys later in the week. And above all, stay confident, stay healthy, stay happy. Love you guys. Take care. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I really hope you're able to grab some actionable information that you can take and run with for your own business. If we missed any of your questions or if you have anything you want us to discuss in an upcoming episode, shoot us an email at chiropracticmarketingsecrets at gmail.com. That's chiropracticmarketingsecrets at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the episode, please, please, please share it with somebody who might be able to benefit from it. Your support means the world to us.